0: Hello sports fans and welcome to this week's episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up to talk about rugby league. My name is Adam and I still know very little about football, so I'm joined like always by my panel of armchair experts. Smokes?
1: I clearly know very little about rugby league too.
0: No, come on, that's my line. You guys know Oh hips. yeah. I, you just had a shocking couple I last couple of weeks. I know it all.
1: I do now anyway. Uh,
0: and And making his triumphant return... Good old Principal. How you
2: going, Principal? Oh, good. You know what? The Raiders are winning. I'm happy. I'm back. We've we've got over that little speed hump that was Ricky getting banned, and I'm back ready for the finals.
1: I hate all of you.
2: Hopefully. Fingers
0: I... crossed. You <laughs> we were just saying all the things you missed. Ricky's one-week suspension. I feel like there was some other stuff you know Raiders are still in with a chance as long as they have won like they have won every game that they needed to they're still in the top eight contender which is really oh
2: look they've timed their run to
0: perfection
1: unlike some other teams oh I I don't know if it's so much you timing your run I think it's someone else timing their demise
0: I feel like even next week (laughs) yes (laughs) yes all right well we'll get into that uh on to uh, round 24, I mean, I watched a few of the games because I'm like, oh, yeah, Broncos and the Eagles, that might be an interesting one, and then watched it and was like, woof, what happened? Smoke, what happened?
1: Um, I watched it up until 18 nil, and that was pretty much the end of my football viewing experience for the weekend. It's the least amount of football I've watched all year. Um, they, were, they were pathetic. They were disgraceful. Um there was nothing redeeming in this performance by any of the players on the field. At all. Nothing. They they had 60 put on them in front of their home fans against Melbourne the week before. You would expect some sort of response. Even if it wasn't a victory, you'd at least expect some sort of response. And that's what they dished out in their final home game of the year. With everything on the line. It was unacceptable. It was inexcusable. And it shows that the Broncos are still a very, very long way away from being where they need to be. And that's all I have to say about this match.
0: Principal thoughts?
2: Uh, yeah, it was interesting. I I was a bit worried about this game from a Raiders' point of view because I thought you know the Broncos getting belted the week before they're going to come out and you know they're going to show that you know they're they're still kind of so you know they were still in with the shot you know they um. Uh, you know, they just even if they didn't lo- even if they didn't win, you know, just losing by a small amount would have still been in their favour um, in terms of you know the final game. But it wasn't to be. So yeah, it's very, very unlike Brisbane that the way they started the season it sort of feels like they went off. You know, they went they went hard really early, and they just you know fell away. Obviously at the end, um, yeah, they still got a shot, but man. I'm pretty happy as a as a Raiders as a Raiders supporter. I'm pretty happy that
1: the, of their demise. We don't have a shot. Not really. I mean, mathematically, theoretically, if the Broncos win and the Raiders lose, and the Broncos will finish eighth. However, there's no guarantee the Broncos will even win yet. But let's just pretend they do on Saturday afternoon. They then need to rely on the last-place West Tigers. To knock off a Raiders team who have won, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. what, six of your last seven or something like that? Uh.
0: Uh, so, Brockers are playing Dragons, so they might beat that one, but yeah, Raiders can't lose against bloody. Uh, who are they playing against? The West Tigers. Tigers. Yeah, the West I Tigers. I mean, are it, it would be a very <laughs> Raiders
2: Tigers. thing to do, right? Just win all the games leading up to the last round, and then they just fall at but the like, last turn. Win but, the
0: hard games.
2: Um, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> It's going to be hard for the Broncos. You know, they they needed to win last week, or even be a little bit competitive, and they
1: weren't. So there's one other way the Broncos can make it. If if both teams win, but the Broncos can win by 43 points more than what the Raiders win by, then they'll also make it, which is also incredibly fucking unlikely.
0: Yeah, the way you've been played last two games. What I, what I like about this will be the um.
2: You know, Raiders will know what they have to do on. Uh, Sunday Arvo, hopefully it uh, rest a whole bunch of players. Broncos get it's get possible. It's Ricky possible. just tells Jack White and co. to put their feet up, rest for the first week. It's uh, a very but, strong you know, making possibility. The fi- making the finals for the Raiders is only going to cause, um, create a whole bunch more problems of who they might face in that first week as well. So,
0: anyway. Yeah, let's- at least they made the top eight. You just want to make the top eight, right? Uh,
1: yes, yes. Got to be in it to win it.
0: All right, all right. Uh. Uh, moving on to Friday's games, Panthers uh, smashed the New Zealand Warriors. I don't think we have to spend a lot of time on no that one. No more surprises there. As,
2: as expected, I don't think you know people were holding their breath about the, the result
0: for that one. Everyone knew what was going to happen. Yeah, uh, that's okay. And then in a tight game that I did actually watch most of, um, Roosters beat the Storm. The bloody uh, roosters, man,
2: they're annoying. They just started to get good again. <laughs> you know, I was enjoying this season yep. though, you know, falling slowly down the ladder. They spent some time outside the top eight. It was, you know, happy days. And then, you know, they started to get good again. Every, all their players seem to be playing good. Um, but you know, they've got their their number one grub and number two grub. Um, they're probably gonna get suspended this week. They they tried their best to get suspended last week. And um I'm sure that uh, Hargraves and Coble will probably do something stupid this week.
0: Well, this is the game where Victor Radley took that massive tackle and the poor guy was uh, like... He was,
2: he
1: was convulsing,
0: wasn't he? Um,
2: yeah, that was scary. That's probably... That's one of the scariest things I've seen for a while, that that one.
0: Uh, yeah, convulsing yeah. on the field is never a good yeah, thing. Yeah, it didn't look good. Um, but from what I've heard, he's back up and talking and stuff so yeah it's, it was good.
2: sort of um walking after the game i think he came onto the field after the game um mm. so that's good i mean he's having the week off this week which is yeah i was gonna say so i can't imagine um, he played this you know, week
1: glad that's happening mm, mm. um look i guess and look again i i only really saw the last 10 minutes of this game just because i saw the result was close and it was kind of an important one for the broncos so i thought i'd tune in and, and watch the end of it and um, yeah, the four point lead to the Roosters and Melbourne had a few a few cracks at them, but they couldn't really break them. And um, yeah, the Roosters sort of hold on, held on. I mean, even during that sort of short period of time, I did notice the Roosters were getting a few calls go their way. I can't I can't judge the first seventy minutes, but there were a couple of dicey ones that I thought went in their favour. But um, you know, when you're in good form, you sort of get those calls, don't you?
2: Yeah, I mean. It- the Roosters, is probably another thing that came out of this game was they they lost a few players. So Tupou is out, I think, for a little while. Yep. He was um he got injured and uh Lindsay Collins um did his best um oh, yes. impression and well, his hit
1: drop tackle. Yeah. And you um, know what? Very He's out for four weeks, I think. Well he's out for four weeks because he's got two prior charges this year. Which which is basically the judiciary's way of saying Oh, we don't think that tackle was as bad as Carrigan's. We guess it was. It's ended that Melbourne player's season. He's not coming back. Yeah, so, yeah. why wasn't there as much hoopla and carry on as what there was about Carrigan's tackle? I mean, what? I I don't I don't care. I don't know anymore. In case you hadn't noticed, I've lost a <laughs> lot of passion the last seven days.
0: But <laughs> you're so passionate all the oh. other times. Anyway. Any. moving on to Saturday's games, principal, you'll be happy about this one. Raiders 48 beating the Sea Eagles on six. You know, what happened to the old DCE? Oh,
2: you know, probably they mainly had a lot of players out, but um, you know, it's so nice to there's been a long time since I've been able to watch a Raiders game and not the whole way through the game from basically the first five minutes to the end I know the Raiders are going to win. They were, um, Manly were pretty shocking yeah. and Raiders were really good, so that's basically how the game went and the score reflected it. I reckon the Raiders probably left some points on the field too, I reckon there's probably two or three tries more they, they probably should have got that they sort of bombed as well, so um, yeah, it was very pleasing to watch a game where you just weren't nervous about the... It was a very unlike un-Raiders-like game, that one, being comfortable the whole time, there's no sort of ups and downs and stress and... Whatever else, so it was, no, it was you're nice. In the yeah. And he just kept scoring. It was, it just kept scoring. It was crazy. I was having a great time. I wasn't stressed about the, when are they going to play this lead, Are they going to play in the second half. It was great. So
1: happy days. I disagree. I thought it was shit. I couldn't stand this result. I thought it was.
0: Yep. I was driving home, and in camera, play this game commentary in the radio, like mix one hundred six point three or whatever it is here. So it's just like you turn the radio on, and they. Raiders scored again! Oh my God! Raiders scored again! I'm like, what? I, I was
1: just going to so say I disagree with everything Principal said. I thought this was a really <laughs> crap result. Uh, there was nothing to take away from this. No enjoyment at all. Uh, and this is from someone who didn't watch one second of it. I just looked up the score at half-time and full time and went, yeah, that that sounds about right.
2: You just you wouldn't believe it, you know. The, the two scenarios, the worst case scenario for the, the Broncos and the best case scenario for the Raiders actually happened. Broncos yeah. getting punished. The Raiders actually putting on a big score for the first time in, well, this this season definitely, but probably the last few seasons they haven't really had a big score like this. So it was, um, yeah, yep. it really opened up Pretty that much. top eight position.
1: Pretty much.
0: Yep. All right. And then moving on, uh, Sharks put 16 points on the Bulldogs. who couldn't even get a.
1: Oh, I didn't see any of this, but apparently it was an incredibly boring game of football.
2: Yeah, it's, um, it was, I was surprised the Sharks didn't score more, actually, but 16-0... Oh, they, they would have been playing within themselves.
1: So I guess what I'd say about the Sharks is, I can't think of a time since I've been watching footy where a team is going to finish second, going into the finals, and basically no one is talking about them at all. Like no one. No like everyone's talking about Penrith. People have been talking about the Roosters and the Storm and South Sydney and the Cowboys, like all these even Parramatta, they're all getting a mention, like, oh, they could really give Penrith a shake. Not one person has really spoken about the Sharks, they're gonna finish second. They're gonna get a home final. They win that, they then get a home preliminary final. I just find them, mate. Look, I, I, after about three rounds this year, I chucked 10 bucks on them at 21 to win the Premiership. Well, they're going to finish second. They're going to be a chance.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's right. And like, they're 36 points for the they, season. They like, pushed
1: Penrith about a month ago. Yeah, when, when, it's better
0: than North Queensland, well, better than Stor. Well, when,
1: when Penrith had their full-strength like, team, Cronulla took them on. They led 10-0 early, and they pushed them all the way to the end. So, you know, they, they can match it. They can match it with the big boys. So we'll see how they go in the finals, though.
0: Yep, alright, and then moving on, Rabbitohs beat the North Queensland Cowboys, that's, uh, what's that, number 7 versus number
1: 3? Yeah, another result, Um, and another one where with about 10 minutes to go, I switched it on because it was close, and, well, basically as I switched it on, I think it was about 4 minutes to go, I switched it on, saw the Cowboys have a player put in the bin, I think they already had a player in the bin, so I'm like, oh, no, I just switched it straight back off, went, no, it's not, it is not a weekend for the South East Queensland side, because everything, quite literally everything that could have gone against them did um, yeah. in really terms think, of the Broncos in terms of think the Cowboys
2: going to go in the finals? They're definitely on a do, bit of a slide at the moment. They're, yeah. really,
1: they're not in the greatest yeah. form. I think they're struggling a little bit in terms of a few of their players playing Origin for the first time, and they haven't fully adapted yeah. to that. Um, They did have Tom Dearden out too, which, which hurt their rotation a bit. Look, I think he's out again this week, but he'll be right for the finals, so... It's hard to really tell. I mean, they've still been um, flogging the, the Easy Beats teams. Like when they played the Warriors a couple of weeks ago, they beat them 48 to not many. So it's hard to tell for sure. Like I think they can – I think that they're a real good chance of at least getting through to the preliminary finals because if they lose in week one, they're going to get their week two semi final in Townsville, which is a massive, massive okay. boost for them. So I can see them making the preliminary finals, but beyond that, I don't really know.
0: Yep. All right, and then moving on to Sunday's games, uh, West Tigers lost to Ben Hunt, unfortunately. Good old
1: Ben Hunt, hitting form just in time to come up against his old club, the Broncos, to to put the final nail in our coffin. Um, yeah. Look, they they had to come back. They just sc- because like the Tigers had the lead late in this game, didn't they? And the, I think the Dragons got like the last they scored the last eight points to to scrape home. I mean that's. I don't think, like, either of them were particularly good because I don't think either of them are very good at all. No. But, you know, they did the enough to The West attacks. Tigers had
2: that game. West Tigers were going to win that game. They just stuffed up and basically gave the win to St George in the end. So hmm. that's, hmm. Um, yeah, hopefully West, we get the West Tigers from the previous week that got belted 70-0 this week rather than the one on the weekend. But I'm sure the Rays will be
1: if you're fair income, yeah, If income, it doesn't matter which Tigers side shows up. You should annihilate them. Oh,
2: look! As I said, it would be such a Raiders thing to 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 stuff up this game, but
0: we'll see. We will. <laughs> yeah, the time will tell. All right, then our last game for round twenty-four. Uh, the Titans beat the Knights in the uh, who cares? Well, matters. I tipped
1: it. But I anyway. tipped it. I guess that's <laughs> the only thing I take away from this is I tipped this result. Uh, it just shows you. Newcastle actually
2: did anyone actually watch any footy on Sunday? Because like, when I looked at these games, I thought not Sunday, it's no, not no. even worth. It. <laughs> like, I got oh, so many better things to do than watch those four teams go around. I saw I, when I was when
1: I was doing a bit of exercise, I watched about five or six minutes of the Titans game. Um, I look I, one one thing I say I've noticed about them a little bit in in the little bits I've seen them this year. I think um, that Beau Firmer, who plays um, as an edge back rower, I think he's going to be quite a good player. Um, he seems to run some really good lines, scores quite a few tries, and and makes line breaks, and um, and he's got quite a bit of pace for a back row. Um, if the Titans could get it right and have him on one edge and for feeder on the other, they could be quite lethal. Um, but you know that that's one to watch for the Titans. I think he's going to be a good player.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, at the end of round twenty four. Who do we score? Smokes got four out of six, Phantom got five out of six, Principal six, and myself on seven. So I think there's a new leader in the old season-wide. That's what I get for being loyal. Smokes, you're on 130, uh, Phantom on 121, and Principal on 120. So it was an interesting round of uh, football. I actually watched a couple of games, but you know.
1: Oh, thank God we don't do power rankings anymore.
0: What have we got? One more round, right? Yep. And then that's it. It's yep. finals, Yeah. Right? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm one more
1: round of misery. Well,
0: all right. Let's do some news. Uh, how the Broncos dream season turned to an embarrassment and what comes next? What is next? This, for this
1: is my chance to vent, boys and girls. So for the next couple of minutes, you're just going to have to put up with me. Uh, I've had a lot. I've been thinking a lot about this last little period of the season for the Broncos and trying to work it out and and what happened because I mean after round 19 the Broncos had 12 wins six losses were running fourth on the ladder had just had their best win of the season by belting Parramatta down in down at Parramatta's home ground were're looking fantastic and I'm thinking well we're we're got a real chance of finishing the top four and really I still thought it was a year too early. Didn't think we could win it this year. I thought we're going we're gonna to push some teams this year. Since then, we've won one out of our last five, and that was against Newcastle, and that was not a good performance. That was just a bit, as a result of Newcastle being terrible. Um, I think it comes down to a few things. One, first and foremost, I think that the team itself are gassed. They look like they've got nothing left in the tank. And I think maybe that comes down to they're still learning to, to have that hard edge about them. The last three seasons, that they have been a soft football team and they have struggled. Uh, and they've struggled for the majority of seasons. 2020, they, they finished last. 2021, they, they finished third last, but they started to come good towards the end. And then this year, they were good for three quarters of the season and bombed out at the end. I think because they're a very young team, st- they still don't have the mentality to do it for a full season. I think that's part of the issue. Uh, Second part of the issue, and he's going to be under immense pressure next year. I think some of Kevin Walter's selections after we won that game against Parramatta have left me scratching my head. Uh, As our host and Phantom would remember after we finished recording last week, some of the things I had to say about a particular player, and I won't repeat exactly what I said about him, but... um, why on earth Kevin Wilders continues to select Jake Turpin in that football team makes no fucking sense. And I'm not saying it's all his fault, but I'm just using him as a prime example. This is a guy that we said after about four rounds this year, or after, after six rounds, we dropped him from the side, and we said we will not be re-signing him. He is free to negotiate, and if he finds someone, he can leave now. We're going to give him an early release if he could find someone. For some reason, Kevy has put him back in the team, and can not only put him back in the team, but he's now starting. Starting hooker. Of all the NRL hookers in the competition, he provides the worst service out of dummy half. He double pumps every time he gets gets it from dummy half, and about 50% of his passes do not hit the mark. They're either too high or too low. He is too slow, and he is too inaccurate. I think he tries his butt off, but he should not be in that team, especially since he is not part of our future plans. Why would we continue to pick him? Same with Reese Kennedy off the bench. He doesn't offer a lot off the bench, we told him halfway through the season, he's gone. They keep picking him during that period. Uh, Ryan James, well past it. Kept on picking him. Kev, has got a lot to answer for. Uh, he dropped Brenko Lee from the side after that Parramatta win. He was in great form. There was no reason to drop him. He brought in a rookie center. Now, that rookie center didn't necessarily do anything wrong, but why would you drop an experienced, premiership, and origin-winning center who was in good form? I don't understand his decisions. And he's going to have to do something very, very good next year to to salvage his job, I think, because I think the pressure is wholly and solely on him now. Um, Thirdly, and whilst this shouldn't be as important as it is, the suspension of Pat Carrigan derailed our season. And I'm not saying he shouldn't have been suspended.
0: I was going to say that. I agree. I'm not saying
1: necessarily should have been suspended, but uh, he is the spiritual leader of that forward pack. Payne Huss trying to get a million dollars a season. I'm sorry, mate. You're not even the best forward at the club. Pat Carrigan is the best forward at the club because he makes the meters like you do. He also creates an offload. He also plays a bit like that Isaiah Yo for Penrith does. We've been that link man for Adam Reynolds to offer an extra ball player to create offloads and, and ball playing skills. The way he tore Parramatta apart in that win... Um, Showed how important he is to that side. Uh, you saw... I, I don't know if you guys saw the special on... I think it was on Benji where they had him mic'd up during the game against the Raiders. You could hear how much talk he does on the field to get those forwards marshalling forward. To get to get their line speed up in defence. To He tells which guys to run and when. He's basically another captain on the field. He is so vital. And you watch how much they improve this week with him on the field. Though I'm not... Even if they don't win, they will be a 1,000 times better with him on the field. So they're the, they're the things that it comes down to. I guess the other thing, too, when you look at let's say the Broncos win this weekend but miss out on the finals. They will have won 14 games and lost 10 and missed the eight. I can't remember the last time that happened. Usually that make, gets you finishing about fifth or sixth. So if you'd asked me at the start of the season, you're going to win 14 out of 24 games. I would have taken it. And I would have said, that's a successful season. But the way the season's run, we're going to end up finishing in the bottom half of the eight. So does that get classed as a success? Well, no, it doesn't. It's a failure. It's an improvement, but it's still a failure. Um, that's my rant. That's as much as I can give because otherwise I'm probably just going to start crying. Uh, um, it's, it's disappointing the way the last month has gone. I still think there's a lot the Broncos can take out of this season. But they what they really need is a really hard offseason. Maybe similar to what Todd Payton did with the Cowboys. Get them comfortable being uncomfortable. Because what's happened in the last month is, even against Parramatta and Melbourne, we started both those games okay in the first 10 or 15 minutes. But as soon as one thing went against us, we fell apart and then got annihilated. And that's what kept on happening the last two seasons. We've gone back to that. So we need to get that shit out of our game. Um, and I'm, now I'm going to stop because I will, will burst into tears. <laughs>
0: It's all right, mate. It's always next year. you got Adam Reynolds next year, don't yeah, you? Yeah, well,
1: he, he's, and look, he's been fantastic. But I, oh, that's one other thing I'll say, actually, is um, I think a guy who has actually been a bit disappointing on the field this year has actually been Kurt Capor. Now, I'm sure he's added a lot to the side off the field. And the first half of the season, he was pretty good. The second half of the season, he has not been good. He needs to have a better season next year. We brought him to be a leader, and we brought, brought him to lead by example. He hasn't done that in the second half of the season, especially when things have been tough. So that's um, mm. that's what I would say about him.
2: You know what surprised me with that game as well, just quickly mm. before we move on? Mm. Um, Silvan Cobbo had taken the week off in such an important game.
1: That was odd. You know, I mean, I, I guess yeah. the circumstance... well. Look, the only thing I can think of is that he hasn't actually fully recovered mentally from that huge concussion shot that he copped in the origin. That's the only thing I can think of, that he hasn't... Fully mentally recovered from, and he's back this week though. So I don't know. It's it's strange. Um, I guess the only thing that
2: no, you just sort of think, given the what was at stake. Yeah. Unless it's something serious, you, you know maybe it was. Who knows? But for him to just take one week off and come back this week when it's all done, you think? Well, yeah. it you seems know, a he's, bit. He's it's... played Origin this year. Is um, you would have yeah. expected. You know that he would have been able to get through
1: that one. But. It seemed it was a bit strange. It's a bit hard to work out, but you know, um, yeah, it is what it is. I guess what I'd say as was what what's really annoying too is like as I said, the Broncos could very well finish with fourteen wins out of twenty four and miss the finals. I look at two games in particular. Um, the game a month ago against the Tigers, we never should have lost that game of football. Um, we went in with a really bad. I think. We went in cocky after that Parramatta game, thinking we were just going to roll in and serve it up and walk away with two points. Uh, And we lost that game. And there was a game earlier in the season against the Warriors at Redcliffe. We never, ever should have let a team like the Warriors beat us. Those two wins are ultimately going to cost the Broncos, um, you know, a spot high up on the ladder. So, anyway, here's what it is. Yeah, I
0: mean, it just goes to show, right, like the whole... League has gotten better if 14 out of yeah. 24 games... Well, the have cut a lot higher, eight.
1: yeah. I can't remember the last time that was the cut. I mean, last year, the Titans finished eighth with 10 wins. So, technically, we've had a better yeah, season. last year
0: with COVID and well, stuff, Well, la- right, last Mike?
1: year... Last year... Because the top three teams last year... I mean, Penrith and Melbourne were, only lost three, uh, three games each last year and South Sydney only lost four. So those three top teams between them only lost 10 games in total. So they took so many wins off everyone else. It meant the cutoff was a lot lower. Um, Whereas this year, the the wins are more spread out, so the cutoff is higher. But uh, yeah, it's... Anyway. Enjoy the finals, uh, Sim. It's always next year, mate.
0: It's always next year. Yeah. (laughs) It's always next year. All right, moving on. Uh, Gutless match review committee blast as star avoids ban despite... A hell of a rap sheet. Go on, Principal. Who is this star? Oh, I can't pronounce his name. Yeah, go on, Bell, give Bell, it a game. Asafa... Solomon. Close, uh, pretty close. That's, that's, that's Pretty close. We'll good. give it
1: that. That's a pass.
2: Um, yeah, this... this just call him Nas. been gutless. The, the match review thing has been gutless for for years, right? So, like, yeah. this is... To be able to keep getting away with this stuff is just ridiculous. It's every when, week, When do they get fight? to the point where they actually... Just ban him, you know, it's just fine after fine, He's you know, it's never not it stopped doing it until he gets is the it. Is it this year so that it.
1: he's had five five charges for fines this year, I think, alone? Nelson Assofa yeah. yeah. Salomon? I mean and that one a few weeks ago against the Warriors where they said, Oh, it was it, it there was insufficient force to do more than a grade one, even though he cracked the guy's teeth. Like, okay, yeah. how's that insufficient force? Like, the guy's a grub, so is Hargraves. Hargraves is similar. He always seems to get a grade one charge every every single time. It's yeah, it is gutless. And, and why would the why would those players stop doing it when they know that they're always just going to get a grade one and a small fine and move on? I mean, grow some balls and start suspending these guys. I mean, like and again, like I brought it up a lot the last few weeks, probably because it's destroyed our season. Pat Garrigan got four weeks for an accident. Nothing that sol- uh, self- uh, Yeah, that Nelson Asafa of solomona or Jared Wahira Hargraves are doing accidents. They are doing it on purpose every time, but they get nothing. Pat Carrigan does an accident, gets four weeks.
0: He did. He did lock over some of the good roosters though. Like yeah, I remember getting like warnings mm. or whatever, and then on report or mm. whatever. He was a great. Yeah. And then he just goes for the like the the shins and just locked the guy right off. He was legs. um. But it was a great was game. What about
2: Bradley grabbing his neck too? Just that. was great. <laughs> Just
0: um, <laughs> like, I don't even know why he did he's it. He's like a foot over you. He's got a foot on you, and yet you're bloody just grabbing it, and it looked like nothing. And then he just started grabbing. Oh, yeah. Victor yeah. the Inflictor. Entertaining game. Let's put it that way.
2: It was it was good to yeah. watch. You know all the grubby tactics aside, it was good just to, to see that those two constantly at them at each other. And yeah, it was good. It was um, it was a good, great game of footy that one.
0: All right, uh, moving on. One of the great dumb moves, South's p- blasted for losing...
1: Suali'i, I believe it is. It was Suali but now Swali. it's Suali'i. Oh, Suali'i. Suali'i. And the excuse that doesn't the cut pretty it. boy from the roosters. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Cause remember, I remember we spoke about this on one of the very early episodes of the podcast in our first season about how, you know, how, like, I think South's and... Uh, Australian rugby were trying to to secure him, and then all of a sudden the Roosters are swooped in out of nowhere and got him, um, and it sort of caught everyone off off guard. And look, he is turning out to be a, a quite a handy player, so it probably is a bit of a botch from Souths to miss out on him.
2: Yeah, especially at the price they would have paid back then. Now, mm. well, you would have to pay a be, triple his, his next amount. contract's yeah, going to be massive. Yeah, I mean, with rugby rugby trying to get him as well, but. When, yep. I don't know when he's contracted to the Roosters, but that next contract's gonna be a big one.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. And look, by then some of the other players will be probably moving on, so they'll have the money to do it. Yeah.
0: All right. I'm just googling if this is an actual thing. The
1: Book of Feuds. Ah, the Book of Feuds.
0: Put that in your Book of the Feuds. Book of Feuds is Bunnies well and truly funny buggers after Roosters power. <laughs> it's
1: well and truly in uh, you know in production to receive another chapter, the Book of Feuds. Um, you know, the typical Souths and eastern suburbs, or now the Sydney Roosters rivalry. And basically, that with the opening of the new Sydney football stadium, what's it called? Um,
0: Alliance Stadium.
1: Allianz. Uh, and it's a Roosters' home game, so the Roosters aren't allowing Souths to have their captains run at the field. So now Souths are trying to, you know, piss the Roosters off by saying, well, we want the ground inspected to make sure the, fi- the playing surface is acceptable, blah, blah, blah. They're just... ...with each other like they always do, these two. I just hope on Friday night, both these two teams go out and beat the absolute, holy, living shit out of each other. I hope it's like... I hope the scoreline is about 38 to 36, don't care whose way. And I hope there's about 20 injuries or suspensions. As I just want to see them belt the shit out of each other. That'll, that'll make me feel slightly better.
2: <laughs> the good thing about this game is they're probably going to back it up the the, the following
1: week as well. So I don't because there's a good chance that yeah, depending on yeah. how results fall this round, yeah, there's a good chance that could happen.
2: Yeah, because you imagine one of Melbourne or uh, Eels will finish fifth, so they could end up going yeah. again the following week, so they could bash each other up t- two weeks in a row. That'd be well, I
1: think the thing is the Roosters could potentially overtake Parramatta if Parramatta lose and the Roosters win. I think they might actually go ahead of them into fifth. Oh, geez, that um, worst case scenario a, for the Roosters, Ro-
0: Parramatta, yeah, because of the it's four and against. Possible.
1: So, and then I think, um, well, I don't think Canberra would would make up the four and against gap on the on the Rabbitohs. So, you might be playing mm-hmm. the uh, the Roosters in week one yet. I uh, our group chats, I've already
2: flagged that that would be worst case scenario. I'll probably leave Sydney. Oh, the, the, <laughs> the Broncos might away. be playing against. Oh yeah, no! <laughs> It would just oh I couldn't deal with that but anyway we'll cross that bridge if if it happens. Wait,
0: just be happy you got to the eight. That's all. I'm well,
2: saying. never happy. I
0: just <laughs> want to keep winning. I'm
2: still I'm still unhappy about the grand final. Jeez.
1: I just I just want to start winning again. Probably I probably mention it four or five times a week. Yeah,
2: it's
0: alright. This is therapy for that. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, all right, moving on to our last news article here: Dragons' new offer to hunt as dogs accused of cunning panic by ploy.
1: Yeah, I mean, because they they've got this young half in their system, the Dragons. What's his name? Is it um, Sullivan? Is that his name? Um, yeah. Sullivan, basically, yeah. yeah there's sort of a because the Dogs are apparently been rumoured to looking to make a big offer for Ben Hunt, but some think it's a ploy to force the Dragons to to offer overs to Hunt so that then this young Sullivan is up for grabs. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if you make an offer to one player hoping that his existing club will then sign him for more so you can then take the, the younger half. I mean, wouldn't you just make an offer to the younger half straight up? Say, hey, we'll give you more money. It seems like a very yeah. odd way of doing it. What I would say is, I mean... I th-
0: They're playing three-dimensional chess.
1: Oh, it seems ridiculous. I, I, think, it's, I think it's people overthinking things. I, I Look, I think that the, drag, uh, that the Bulldogs are probably thinking, look, we've got um, uh, Matt Burton at 5'8", We've got Addo Carr. We've got, got um, Reid Marney coming next year. Jeez, it'd be nice to get a, a good, solid, quality origin-grade halfback to help bolster up the spine. I think they're just honestly trying to make a play for Ben Hunt. And, and look, if the Dragons don't up their offer a bit, they might lose him because I think I don't think Hunt's worth the million dollars that he got from his last contract, but he's worth more than the 700000 or whatever it is that they offered him. He's the best player, and he's probably going to win the Dalian medal this year.
0: Yeah, well, he's definitely um, keeping the dragons well not alive, but like you know, he's the most entertaining part of the Oh, time. he's, he's, When's he's he come off contract? Is it this year or is, is he's got, next year? Twenty twenty three. He's
1: got, is off the yeah, contract. He? He's got one more year with the Dragons. Look, I'm a bit surprised that Wayne Bennett hasn't made a bit more of a play for him to go to the Dolphins.
2: Yeah, I I think that would be more of a suit. You know, finish his career up there. Maybe one, you know, two seasons up there would probably make he'd probably get more money up there too. They probably. Wayne would probably pay the money.
1: Get, well, money if they him. miss out on Munster, I wouldn't be surprised one bit if they turned their attention to Ben Hunt. And they could yeah. do a lot worse. Because uh, uh, Milford played his best football alongside Ben Hunt. Uh, they could link up together in the halves again. Or, or that you might even look at playing Ben Hunt and Hooker. Um, yeah. Who knows? But, you know, watch this space.
0: All right. Well, that wraps up our news coverage. So we can move on to our beer yeah. bats. Uh, let's see. Phantom lost his eight beers. i saying roosters is up by 20, because he's an idiot, which I thought was pretty funny. an idiot
1: bet. That's why I put yeah. one for principal because he's a very silly man. Uh, oh, thank you, thank you. And then
0: Jack White and double, which is what we put principal on. I actually thought that he might have a chance. He scored like a million he, tries, and he, he didn't even points on I, I, That I, sounds I, like some But none from Jack White. I probably
2: would have done a triple, but you know, it's uh, a <laughs> yeah. That's that's sense three. So anyway,
0: a few beers moved around, but uh, what do we have for this week, gentlemen? I'll
2: oh, let principal go first. Ooh, I'm going to say Raiders by 20. Four Simbins in the Roosters Rabbitohs.
1: I'll take that. Four. I'll take four. that, but I would love to see it. Um, so, um, thinking that you know when
2: they send you know Sinbin the player, usually two go. Oh, another cut. Like, yeah, two yeah true. It's going
1: happen a couple of times. Yeah, yep, yep.
2: Yeah, yep. Four beers. I'll, I'll go four. Yeah, taking it.
1: Um, all right, my bet is going to be the Cowboys to win 20-plus against Penrith. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Oh,
2: I can't Four think. beers. Maybe. It's a second string so I am giving Penrith um,
1: a 20-point start. The minor premieres, the runaway minor premieres, Hot favourites to yeah, win the I'm, title. I'll just I'm take saying, it. I'll take I'm it. saying that Cowboys will beat them by at least twenty.
2: I'll take it, and the, right. the New South Wales Penrith team can show that they the, could probably that's it, that's it. pretty fans. much most
1: of the other teams in the comp. They they did beat the Tigers, remember? Yeah. <laughs> and then I mean, Brett Tigers had the They'd probably come last
2: in New South Wales Cup.
1: Now, what one should we make for um for the uh for our resident Bondi boy? What should we make for him? Something roosters related.
0: Roosters twenty plus again. I reckon who are they play. Playing yeah, <laughs> the
1: Rabbitohs. Yeah. yeah, he's going to say big win at the new we'll just, stadium. We'll just give him roosters twenty, 20 plus. plus, and we'll get we'll just do four beers for him. So are we all taking everyone's yeah. bets? I assume yeah. we're all taking everyone. Yep, pretty sure. Yeah, we'll just say everyone. Yeah, right. Everyone's so on nice. everyone. If you want to check out this week's episode and all of our previous episodes, just go onto our Facebook page, the Pub Talk Rugby League Podcast. News, reviews, you, Smokes. episodes, Smokes. like, share, and subscribe. That's the most excited you'll get from me all week, because I don't like football much at the moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys have had weird, um, like, periods of time oh, where you're just not a fan of football. Just, like, oh, Come on, bro. it's, it's
1: a bit of fun. And you know, you know, it's you, you know, it's annoying thing. too. Anyway, it's only you look, fun you, when your team's winning. You look at our three teams, right? You look at the Roosters, the Broncos, and the Raiders. The Roosters have had 14 wins this year. The Broncos and Raiders have had 13 wins each. So you would say on that basis, all three of, all three of us should be in similar moods because our teams have had, you know, similar, similar wins and losses. But it is so far from the penthouse to the shithouse.
0: house. <laughs> then we found our podcast title. <laughs>
1: that, that Roosters one extra win guarantees them not just a final spot, but probably a home final. Whereas that one extra loss guarantees that at least one of us will miss out. Oh, I mm. hate you all. all right. Especially... Keeps it entertaining. Especially Phantom.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> round 25. This is the last round, right? Of the normal... Series. Yes, it is. Oh, round 25. It's the last um, round for the 25. Broncos 25. this year. What doing? Do? All right. All right. Well, round 25. Eels versus Storm. Uh, Principal, who you, tipo. Uh
2: I'll run with the Eels.
0: Ooh. I think. um Ooh, eels are favourites. Yeah, it's... I uh, didn't think that would be. But okay. Uh, the
1: storm. They're going to keep their run of making the top four going.
0: Yep. All right. Uh, Bulldogs. Sea eagles. Oh God.
1: Who cares? Ooh. Seriously. Who bloody cares? <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll go. The, who's gonna I'll win? go the dogs. Just that?
1: on the basis that about a month ago I said Manly wouldn't win another game this year. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. Yeah.
0: That yeah. Well, the bookies have gone that way as well. Yeah, like, mainly. Uh, principal, you tipping the Bulldogs? Yeah, anymore?
2: look, Manly are missing so many players, and they can't wait for the season to end. Mm.
0: Yeah, uh, Mad Mondays can't come soon yeah. enough. Uh, all right, Roosters and Rabbitohs. Uh, uh, this is a
1: tough one because if if they're both missing a couple of guys now, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Well, Victor Radley's out for the old Roosters. I'll tip the Roosters. I think they're form.
1: I think the Roosters' form is a little bit better than Souths, but Souths have won, like, their last four or something against them. So, but I'll I'll, I'll stick with the Roosters with no confidence.
0: And then Principal, I'm assuming, not Roosters? Definitely not Roosters, but I actually... um, (laughs) I
2: think Latrell could have a really good game with this one. He's had a week, you know, part of the week off. He went home. I think he's going to be in a good state of mind. If he he cuts out the crap, like, that seems to happen when he plays the Roosters, then... Um, you know, he might be able to get the win for the Rabbit- Rabbitohs. All right. And then New Zealand versus Titans,
0: Smokes, who you tip
1: um, I'll pick the Warriors, I guess, because um, it's their last home game that's in New Zealand, I think. So we'll we'll go with them.
2: Oh, uh, well, I pff, don't care, but Titans.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly oh, don't know with so this nice one, to be <laughs> honest. All right.
0: Dragons versus Broncos. Broncos are the favourites. I'm assuming everyone Broncos. I
1: I will go the Broncos on the basis that Pat Carrigan is back, but I fear it's going to be too little, too late.
0: Principal.
2: Ooh, uh,
1: yeah, Broncos. <laughs> he's he's saying Broncos, yeah, but he right. wants Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, you know, just to take come. the pressure off. <laughs> uh, just,
2: I'm still. I'm going to be a mess until. Five thirty. It's the six, last game of the season. Like, you know, it's just going to be. A, and you know what the worst thing is, for the Raiders. It's like the misery won't be over, or you know, until mm. Sunday afternoon. Like the last thing. I hate these Sunday games. Yeah. So it's going to be, be very last. Yeah. Game. it's Just you know. Um, well, I'd like but, to think you know, we'll
1: at least force you to start your finals one week early. That's what I'm hoping the Broncos can do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. And then in a surprise. Uh, bookie's odds here Cowboys are the favourites Against the well, Panthers Penrith are resting
1: 13 players The so, rest of the whole Starting side Yeah, Exactly oh, yeah, uh, the Cowboys side, okay. The Cowboys Let- The Cowboys Simply have to win this game It is in North Queensland Against a second grade Penrith If they lose this game They might as well just um, Not even Show up for the finals And I'm being dead yeah, serious they, they should win And win well Yeah They should
0: Alright, Knights versus Sharks Cronulla, Cronulla
1: again They'll they'll wrap up second spot on the ladder And look, I guess the other thing too, if the Cowboys do win It at least forces Cronulla to have to win To take second spot on the ladder
0: Yeah And then West Tigers Versus Raiders, I guess we're all tipping
1: Raiders I am tipping the Raiders But go the Mighty Tigers Come on, (laughs) do it, it's James Tamauu's last game You weren't here for that principle, so you probably don't get that joke. But James Tama'uwu, it's his last game. Come on.
0: I don't don't know what he's talking about. I just honestly (laughs) wouldn't have a clue what he's talking about. Our loyal listeners will understand. That brings us to the end. All two of you. (laughs) All four of them, it's fine. That brings us to the end of this week's oh. episode of Pop Talk Rugby League. Only this week and then the finals to go, that's boys. It. So uh, what's that? Four or five episodes. Yeah, we um Yeah, four or
1: five episodes. and Well, then there's a World Cup.
0: Nah, that's all right. We'll take we'll the just, summer we'll off.
1: We'll just take the summer We'll just enjoy <laughs> the World <laughs> Cup quietly. Uh, Anyway,
0: uh, like, share, subscribe, find us at the Facebook page, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. Go the Raiders.
1: Yeah, go the Tigers, and I give up. Bye.